Good morning, Sodomites! Woo! Episode one. This is so exciting. I'm your host, Zach Noe Towers, host, slash comedian, slash writer, slash actor, slash most importantly, Sodomite. If you don't know what that is, feel free to Google. Uh, the Google definition will tell you a sodomite is someone who engages in oral or anal sex. And then the Google image results below that are just pictures of me. Um, lots of old headshots. Give it a look-see. Uh, I want to get right into this episode. It's such a good one. If I do say so myself, I love the guests I have on. First, I thought it'd be fun, since this podcast is all about sex and our guest sex life, that uh, I just start with a check-in on about me, uh, uh, a little bit about Sada me. Um, I am seeing a guy right now. We're on date five. I like him. Uh, I'm getting into him. Uh, we've been pursuing sex stuff slowly, cautiously, I guess. And a few nights ago, I uh, gave him my well neither of our first but it was the first time i s'd his d sucked his dick gave him a blow job um some good old-fashioned sodomy action and uh i'm not gonna lie like it's it's been a minute with the pandemic and all since i've since i've delivered a beach uh but i pulled out all the stops um lots of really no regard for my own safety and when we finished, this guy looks at me, you know, snot running down my nose and says, that was great. Top five for sure. <laughs> uh, excuse me? Top five? And you could tell I was kind of like upset with that answer. And she's like, well, what? I've like, I've got a lot of head in my life. And it's like, okay, that didn't help things. Uh, and then he <laughs> proceeded to say, you know, well, I said top five. You don't know where you rank in the top five. <laughs> and now it's just like, okay, you think I'm stupid. First of all, if I'm in the top three, you say top three. So that that automatically puts me in fourth or fifth place. And top three, come on, like even the top three, like it's like we're talking about the Olympics here now, like Olympic level dick sucking. And it's like, you remember who gets first place. You might remember who gets third place. You're probably going to remember who gets second place. You're not going to remember who placed fourth or fifth. Anyway, not not a win for me, but it does give me something to work on, something to get better at. I thought I was honestly one of the best, but I guess I got to prove this guy wrong by just sucking his dick. Okay. Um, who's the real winner in this situation? The guy. Right. Okay. I don't want to stall anymore. I'm excited for you to hear the first episode of Good Morning Sodomites. So without further ado, this is Fucking in Trucks with Kelsey Dara. Mm, yeah. More. Give it to me. Zach Noe Towers. <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting. You're you you know you're my first guest. Wait, why you didn't tell me that? I know you're a little sneaky well, bitch. You know it just happened that way, and it makes sense though. 
because we're best friends, we have a TV show together, and I made the theme song. Yes. Which one were you more tied to? You guys, did you hear that beautiful? First of all, I posted about the pod, the trailer, and most of the comments were about the the song. Well, duh. I know. Well, I only (laughs) made like two minutes of content on it. Anyway, this is Kelsey Dara, everybody. Zach Noe Towers. Hi. You're my first guest. Zach Noe Towers. Towers. Can I say the (laughs) fact that you have your phone out on your own podcast and you also have it out on my podcast? I am literally doing this because of segments and stuff. Oh, excuse my... Um, because okay, so but not every a lot of people know you, obviously. But not in your. But world. not everyone. So I, I think I'm gonna Google all my guests. Oh no! So I don't freak out, but I googled you. Oh no, and Zachary! <laughs> <laughs> you ever, have you ever googled yourself from like incognito mode? No. That's how you get what everyone sees when you Google someone. No. So this is Kelsey Dare is a video producer and development partner at BuzzFeed Motion Pictures. Joining the company in early 2015, Kelsey has helped quick quickly build one of the most popular growing Facebook pages, SOML, rated 15th most viewed as of January. Then it has your IMDb link, and then it has your Instagram, huge following there. Everyone go follow Kelsey Dara. And then it mentions your book after that. (gasps) It does? Yeah. And then after that, it's the first video is, I was in an abusive relationship. Starring Zach Noe Towers, not as the abuser, but as my co-host on the podcast episode that day. Oh my god! Okay, so wait, wait, no, is that is that the one? Yeah. Okay, because it has like a still of you in a green hat. Yeah, that's the YouTube video. Wow. Okay. Well, um, and then I'm trying to get laid in Europe is the next one. I had like a brand person bring <laughs> that up yesterday, and I think it's it's great for this pod. I was like, listen. You get what you pay for, so knock off ten percent of it makes you feel better. That's so funny. Um, but That's it's a good idea. It's also crazy too because it said video producer and stuff. And like I know, obviously you started at Buzzfeed, mm-hmm. but like now no one knows that that's like what where I you came. Did. From. You're like a comedian, comedian actress. You've worked a ton. You well, are on He's Dating No Filter with me. Goddamn right. You wrote a book. That's cra- That's what I'm most just for. It just. Oh, and wait, talk about your book real quick then. Uh, I don't fucking panic. Okay. Uh, the shit they don't tell you in therapy about anxiety disorder, depression, and panic. Pression? Pression. I make it. That's what I call it. Preshy. In the book. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, my preshy's acting out. Wait, do you really? <laughs> Sometimes. That's cute. And also that needs to be like a stuffed animal. Right? Preshy the pression. Preshy the plush. is Preshy the plush pression penguin. <laughs> People have a panic attack literally trying to say it. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's coming out soon. It's so exciting. But you're pulling from your life because yes. you. Uh, yes. There's so much. To s- I don't even know how to organize my thoughts because there's so much to say about you. And you know what's crazy is I still don't know how to tell people what I do. I'm like, I write. I direct. I Is that act, the worst? I what do, do you do? Comedy. And you're like, uh. And then the second they hear YouTube, they're like, oh. oh. Yep. One time someone pulled up on my Instagram is like, oh, you're a meme account. What? I know. Because I have like screen grabs of stuff. You'd be so much richer if you were <laughs> a meme account. Drag me for not being a successful meme account. <laughs> um, but that's true. What and would meme be accounts, like your meme account n- handle be? Oh, probably like. Tower bottoms, right? Oh, my God. So, yeah. And this. You're good. This is a, They don't know this yet. If you're a listener of the pod and you become a fan of the pod or a fan of me. 
you're gonna be called a tower bottom Perfect. which i think is so someone on twitter literally pitched that and i was like i'm in love and then you you took it you deleted them and no you, them you know and you're like mine no since then um i've i've developed merch and stuff and i tried to reach out that person deleted their twitter account or you blocked them no stop um okay so everyone pre-order kelsey's book or watch her on dating no filter watch you on dating watch us on dating no filter um but this is a podcast about sex so i guess my first question is what is sex and is it good you're asking me yeah what is sex yeah because i at least my definition of sex like changed like and it's i think it continues to change or expands can you tell me what you thought versus now um oh yeah so i used to think like for me, when I was explaining to people sex, I was like, people were like, did you have sex? I'd be like, no, like I blew him. Oh, and now you're like, that's now sex. I'm like, yeah, now it's like, that's sex. Yeah. I think sex is umami. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, all I pulled up was the burger place. But oh what my is, God. I don't think I know what umami is. Oh, is that the season? It's a seasoning that like. It's an essence. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain made the word umami famous before umami burger was everything it's like what is umami it's like uh, a uh, feeling an essence a vibe like you cannot uh, describe it and my favorite thing about anthony bourdain is like he would like be making fun of himself or he would you know have a bite of like a bison burger while he's sitting in like a fucking igloo with like a native tribal leader and he'd look at the camera and be like this is it's umami, umami. <laughs> And I've kind of, I've kind of <laughs> stolen that. Like when we were driving around in Big Bear the other day, I was like, "This is, is umami. umami." It's like an updated fetch, kind of. Zachary, I'm sorry. Fetch was never. It never hey, was it's October third. Oh my god, <laughs> gruel. Wait, umami is Gruel. great, and it also sounds sexy. Like umami, yeah. um- umami. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's sex. To Wait, me. do we think that's what Anthony Bourdain was saying? <laughs> Like, mommy. I mean, listen, he spoke many languages. I don't know. Wow, that's um, the best answer we've ever had to the pod. Um, (laughs) I'll be at the first. Um, Um, Actually, though, I dare you to find someone with a better answer. That's going to be your standard now. I can't can't wait to judge everyone off of you. And you're always going to have to bring it up. Be like, yeah, that was great. The best answer we ever had was... (laughs) I start off by making them feel really inadequate. Yeah. Like, okay, like if you could raise yourself to like a Kelsey Darrell yeah, level. Yeah, well, if they're comedians, they're going to love that. That's how they thrive. You're, uh, yeah, and then I'm going to get roasted in my own pod. And wait, and then is it good? Is sex good? I think it's better. It's more good than bad. More gooder than more bad. More gooder than better. Um. Oh, that is a hot take from a gay guy. Because to say <laughs> sex is more good than bad as a, as a presenting straight cis woman oh sex is not more good than bad for a very long time of your life okay this is great we talked about this a little bit on what the way say? back from big bear remember? okay um, were you drunk we just got back from big bear it was the altitude oh fair yeah you were very i really appreciated your intelligent conversation that you had but now to know it was just the mountain high um <sighs> refresh my memory okay so but oh there's so much okay sorry so sex for, you know, as I was in high school, still 
acting very straight. Well, I wasn't acting very straight. I was acting pretty fucking gay in high school. <laughs> I identify as bisexual. And I was the girl that would be like, has one smear off and is like, I'm going to finger you in the jacuzzi, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to sound so aggressive. It was like consensual. but Sure. Um, I came a hundred times more and harder with my like girlfriends like experimenting i say that quotes um in high school you said came harder oh yeah so you've been coming a long time i've been coming since i was two years old stop i'm one of those like babies that was having orgasms oh my god zach we have we not talked about i this? don't think i that two-year-old orgasms does not sound familiar my and sister was like do, like so sexually active as a child that my parents took her to a psychologist Stop. and they their advice was like yeah just kind of let her hump it out <laughs> but I, my friend had a um a five-year-old like when we were in high school she had like a five-year-old sister oh, wow and she, <laughs> she would be on like um the banister or like a mm-hmm. couch side mm-hmm. and and the parents would come and be like no rubber no rubber <laughs> And so we said rubber for a the long time. The fact that they called it rubber. I mean, okay, wait, 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 wait. Your sister was overactive sexually, obviously kind of doing the same thing. And then yes. you, as a two-year-old. Just like the, I think God was like, your female body is going to have so much unsatisfying sex in your life that I'm going to give <laughs> you the power to rub up against a fucking couch cushion and be able to come An before organism. you can like talk. Or wow. Does that explain a lot? Kind of. I feel like it's definitely like uh, the a shoe has dropped. Is it's that the never phrase? been a problem. Like, if anything, I think me being super um, sexually active in my life taught me way more about my body and like what felt good and what I liked. So that like literally the first like 10 times I had sex, I was like, what the fuck is is, is this this is not it this sucks because it was mainly guys that you were first yeah or- uh yeah 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 i would say like what traditional sex would be seen as like losing my virginity which like we all know virginity is a fucking social contract and we're gonna get to that yeah is it sucked it hurt it was with like straight bro sure. football players i mean literally like the r- the running back the quarterback nice. the wide receiver like, yeah all of them and it sucked. And so when I say like I lost my virginity to a guy, you know, there were times that I was 100% having sex with my girlfriends and didn't realize that that's what it was. Like mm-hmm. on Smirnoff Ice Nights. Yeah. Smirnoff Nights. And with our ever expanding definition of, of sex, sex, it was like fingering each other, mm-hmm. making out and like orgasming and like you were like in tune were they like were they coming i think we were all just like a horny cluster of like undercover lesbians who like were capped by society and like our southern upbringing so was it behind closed doors or were people watching oh fuck no i mean yeah probably watching a couple times like at parties but when it was like for real it was always at like sleepovers and so it took me years to understand that i had lost my virginity to girls yeah but like by society's definition it was like a man penetrates your vagina and takes your woman or makes you a woman takes your woman takes your flower that's the same thing as like getting your period they're like you're a woman now i'm like like, i literally can't do geometry how am i a woman now (laughs) 
I'm fucking ninth grade. Wait, but before we get past this, like the first, I think, and you should critique me on my podcast the whole time. And it, like, if you think Impossible. this is, if you think this is good, you're great. But um, it's I think the first segment is like drawn to you, and it's maybe like the first thing that made you like horny, or the first thing that real made you realize you were horny. Mm-hmm. To me, that was that was a cartoon, like a cartoon, Isn't like it? Prince Eric. In Little Mermaid, like Aladdin, like though, like I didn't realize, but I was like, oh, I want You're these guys drawn to, to you? rail me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just so used to stepping on your sentences of like your punchlines because <laughs> that's who we are. Anyway, okay, sorry. What guys. made you horny? When do you do you have an? It could be like a. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a cartoon, but do you remember you. like what you? Here's the best thing about doing like public interviews about anything that has to do with sex is. I was labeled the like sex positive queen at BuzzFeed. So I've already answered like every question about sex ever. So like oh. nothing surprises me when okay. someone's like, oh, well, it's the first time you-. I'm like 1994. It was a dark day. <laughs> I was. You have details. Yeah. You're like, this is actually in my book. Places yeah. I fucked. <laughs> I was like, there's a BuzzFeed video about this, which there is, where it so was. Sor- so sorry. Yeah. To make how you dare repeat. you? Um, the first thing that made me horny was this pillow that my mom had bought from an airport (laughs) that was like a neck pillow and it vibrated first of all I don't know why a vibrating neck pillow would be a good idea to someone on an airplane yeah like you don't want that when you're right by your ear too like mm. yeah but girl it was made out of these like foam beads and it had this vibrator in it and so (laughs) that was like the first thing I ever realized like oh you could put this on your pelvis area okay yeah it was like it was like a, a U shape. Yeah, and I could ride that thing like a fucking donkey <laughs> to the break of dawn, baby. Like the batteries, I I hid it in my closet. I had a big walk-in closet as a kid because I got like the the grandma's room of the house because my parents are like get away from us. <laughs> so I had this big walk-in closet and I could fully lay in the walk-in closet and just masturbate for hours. Wait, and did were the batteries replaceable on this thing? Yeah, so y- it was like you unzip it, you take the vibrator thing out, and then you put new batteries in so it. So this was like your first long-term relationship. Yes. How we how long did you use it? Do you remember? Like <sighs> time span, like years? Years. Wow. It was that and I've never said anything about this. This is funny. Yay! So like exclusive content. There was yeah, this is exclusive content. The closet was like my go to pillow vibration. Sure. But then I would get like really <laughs> horny before showers because I knew that was like my alone time and no one was gonna bother me or question yes. me. So I'd still. be like Yeah, still. So I'm like, okay, I can jerk off in the bathroom. But there was nothing in the bathroom to use. But I had this blue duck rug that (laughs) like hugged the toilet. So it was literally a rug that people like put their feet on and probably is covered in shit. Like spray piss. Yeah. Definitely has hit. I mean, I'm a girl, so I don't, I don't piss out of the toilet. There's not like, okay, you had your own bathroom. So sorry. (laughs) Oh, fair. Yeah. I had my own bathroom. Um, and it was like this blue duck rug and it was made out of this like really nice, soft, fuzzy material that was like really bouncy. Yeah. Um, in full and by like six months that thing was like flat as a fucking board like <laughs> I just rubbed my vagina like on it. frog position oh yeah on the floor on tile like my hand probably went numb like was your hand, my like hand. hands on top of was so, there any barrier between so here's the interesting thing that I'd be curious for you to cover with any other vagina owning guests I can't wait are they masturbators on their stomach or their back? I've heard this too. Or I've seen this like girls kind of like. Yeah. Like I'm lay on their stomach. hand and kind of like yeah. push. And that's how I learned. Huh. 
And I think a lot of girls learn from porn, and so they sure. went on their back. And I'm like, girl, flip yourself like a hamburger, and your world and will use like your change. kind of weight and your yeah. abs and your pressure because a lot of girls don't have internal stimulation. Yes, I've heard this. Sorry, too. Like, vagina owners. Isn't the internal orgasm a myth? No, it's not. It's not in the sense that muscles. It's like a spasm. Sure. And so some people can have cervical orgasms. So like if your cervix is getting hit enough, which is like very deep yeah. inside of your vagina. Ba- baby vibes. Yeah. Then you can have an orgasm, cervical orgasm. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then what was your first like, so neck pill and a vibrating neck mm-hmm. pill. What was your first like, did you jerk it to like a person, like a celebrity? Like, you know, like that, like I mine loved- was like Hanson JTT. Oh. oh. Yeah, because you said like Prince Eric and Aladdin, so well, I thought you were into like rough brown boys. I absolutely am. am. <laughs> and if any are listening, please slide, slide into, into the DMs. DMs. I mean, I'm very like I'm open. To, but you just said Hanson. Yo, so so I guess like my question is like, what was like as a child? What was the my... first like person yeah. or cartoon or whatever that like you were like, oh, I like want to. I think I, you know now it was like f- I want to fuck. That energy. I'm glad you said Hanson because it makes me feel less sad about my answer, which was like, mine were very like soft boys. Sure. Which is just women. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, and then how am I not your type? You mean me? Because for a, like, you're not a soft boy. Like, you have very rough features. Like, you have, like, this beard and, like, these, like, sharp eyes and short hair. Like, you don't look like a soft boy at all to me. The way you dress is, like, I'm, I want to be clear. I'm wearing a crop top. There is a pink shirt underneath You're wearing it. a crop top with tie-dye shorts and a fucking neck hanky. It's, it's my COVID pandem- mask. It's my I COVID know, mask. but I'm just painting a picture for the audience. You are not a soft boy. I have a boy. cigarette dangling out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm sitting on my motorcycle vibrating oh that was a problem (laughs) that was a problem my dad oh no big motorcycle guy bought me a motorcycle when I was a kid yeah I would dirt bike but you rode by yourself oh but I rode with him too and you'd be like horny on the back well it would just be confusing sure because you're straddling this thing and then you're like holding holding a man and you don't even see his face and you're just confused because you're like why does this feel so good and i'm a child and i'm like riding on the back of my dad's motorcycle to church with him no wait wait wait. so then that's interesting did you have any shame around oh 100 whenever i would come still sometimes even to this day and i've talked to my therapist about it my dad's face will show up in like a very disappointed like what are you doing what are you doing he you're better than him or like you're having sex when you're fucking drunk, like, and my dad is not this man. <laughs> so he's I like, have like painted your, your self judgment, yeah, painted onto dad's. my dad, and maybe it comes from back of motorcycle time. Wow, but that's interesting that you still have. Wait, you haven't said your soft boy. Did you have one in mind, Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, Titanic. Romeo and Juliet. Never saw it. Are you kidding? I didn't see it till I was in like high school and they showed it in English class or whatever. So I think it was wait, too the, sexy. The Claire Danes. Oh, that could be. But it's so interesting to me because in my head, yes, I also had that like fantasy, but he was like um kind of like a man. And if you look back at it now, they're teenagers. Oh. They're like so young looking. Yeah. It's 
What scary. was that sitcom he was in where he was like the adopted rough kid oh, around oh, the corner, oh, like um, family? Growing Pains? Was it Growing Pains that he was in? That I know Kirk exactly Cameron, what you're talking about, it? but wasn't he the adopted brother in that? I don't think the Kirk Cameron one. He was the Alan, Alan something. Damn. And you know, this is my least favorite part of a podcast when listeners are, well, and listeners are like, it's this. I think it's funny. It means they're like part of the convo. Okay. Like, say it. You're right. Oh my gosh. That's what it (laughs) is. That's it. Alan Thick. Alan Thick. Who, honestly, like looking back, I'm sure. Was just nailing bitches. Yes. And like super sexy, I think. I don't think I developed daddy stuff until recently Mm. which i think is probably good well that's an interesting take because with gay men there is like a whole sector of daddy oh oh it's and even though you're old as time (laughs) you look very young so it's confusing to me that you have like a daddy thing i mean i think i'm just like i'm more and more open to it so i never was the type of guy who like i never crave saying daddy i never never, say like oh yeah get it daddy pound my you know that does not dad like great He's good. He's a sweet man. He loves me to death. Doesn't care that I'm gay. Great. He's, he's so smart. He's he's nice. You never think about him when you come. When, Stop. Like you're never like. I know. I think about your dad when I go. Ah! <laughs> Drag me. That was a good comeback. Okay. Any movies that stick out in your mind that Titanic? Oh, because it was like eight hours long and it was two VHS tapes. <laughs> Wait, and like especially the sex scene. Yeah. When, okay. Yeah. Huh. Kate Winslet too. Crazy, she seemed really old. I get that. Like I was like Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio, so young and hot and fresh. DiCaprio is a fish. Yeah, DiCaprio. (laughs) Christ, Kate Winslet. I was like, what is this mom doing with her big mom tits? Get the fuck out of here. So Kate Winslet's not your type. What's your girl type? Me. Okay, again, I want to hammer. I want to go back to why you're not attracted to me. You this are will be nothing cor- like me. You have blue eyes and blonde hair. Okay, bitch. I have fake blonde hair. Oh, and one of the Google images was you as like brunette, a luscious brunette. I had to go brown for two days when I did a Tina Fey pilot. No <gasps> braxies. It was is that two available? Days. Any? Can you no. hunt it down? No. Did Where you ever get to see the finished product? No. <gasps> it was Fortune Femster, Margaret Cho. Oh my! Some famous actor from. Britain that I forget his name Jack something and fucking another guy who uh, I shouldn't just talk about his tea but he was like an actor who then like waved a gun at people and so they like stopped hiring him and then some oh, girl and is. then me that is okay this blows my mind a I want to see this so bad and I bet it is somewhere <sighs> I would love to see it but B, that blows my mind that a show that stacked. Did not get picked up. It was the only one of Tina Fey's that didn't get picked up. And it was like devastating to me. And it was right before I went to rehab. Because I, when I heard it didn't get picked up, I like went off the deep end. I was like, I could have been someone. You are someone. Thank you. And you continue to be someone. I appreciate it. It could have been way easier to be someone. Sure. Oh, I mean, <laughs> because this is a few years ago. Yeah. And you would have been making bank, bank. on a Tina Fey show. Yeah. This was like also the height of Tina Fey. Think about it. I don't understand. And it would be shot the pilot. Wait, okay. So in this front is, of a live studio audience on the back lot. When you are, okay, s- let's bring sex into this. Mm. Does depression or elation mm-hmm. affect, like, are you, hor- what's your horny level like through Ooh, like, I love life? This. You know what I mean? Through like. Yeah. I love, love, love this. I actually write a lot about this in the book where I talk about masturbation being a 
fix for a lot of my deepest bouts of panic. So like if I'm going through a panic attack, it creates, you know, high heart rate, you're sweating, racing thoughts, like, um, uh, inability to breathe, can't catch your breath. Well, what else kind of sounds like that? An orgasm. So sometimes if I'm like at home alone and I like would go into a panic attack, which I could throw myself into very easily. Sure. Oh, I would start masturbating. I would be like, let me like trick my brain Stop. into thinking this is an orgasm instead of a panic attack. And like, it didn't replace it. I didn't start getting horny when I started getting anxious. Sure. It would just be like a thing that I would try. Um, so like, that's definitely one thing I, I talk about. And then another thing is with depression, you know, you don't want to fucking do anything. You're right. pretty like neutral about the world. You're not necessarily sad. You're just kind of like, uh, ennui. Yeah, masturbating can promote feelings of endorphins Endorphin, sure. and like you don't have to come to produce that feeling. So just like stick your hand in your pants and like diddle around a little bit and see if you can even just get a wave of it, like a washing through of it. Sure. And, you know, I've been on every medication that's ever been prescribed to anyone for any of these disorders, truly, in yeah. the last like t 20 years. Wow. And with that, a big side effect is libido. loss of libido and not loss of libido, but lowered libido sure. or maybe, I don't know, zeroed out libido. <laughs> and there would be times where I would just be like, I know my mind wants it, but either I can't get there or I just am like not, I'm dry. Like sure. there's so many things that medication can affect. And I think it's something that a lot of people actually get off their medication because without giving it time to like let your body adapt. So like when I got back on the medication that I'm currently on, which I've taken before, I knew, Hey, there's going to be about like eight weeks of like just a dry spell for me yeah, and not to like beat myself up about right, it, not right. to spiral into like a shame spiral or self blame. And I just had to like take it day by day. And like, you know, at that time I was extra curious about like Google or like porn searches. Like, is there something that might, be new that was I didn't when know you about. Did auditory, huh? Didn't you oh, listen yeah. to porn? Yes. So is this I, around that time or no? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't realize there was a whole fucking world of auditory Audio porn. Yes. I still haven't. I still haven't ventured into it. It is. I, if okay. Do you still listen to it? <sighs> yes. And like I wasn't and really you could sure do it, like, on the bus. Yeah, I wasn't really <laughs> sure if I was someone that liked someone whispering things to me while we had sex. Sure, because that's ASM. Oh, 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 in real life. Or, yeah, okay. and I was like, I just don't know if it feels like they have to be good at it, you know. And I have to be in the mood. You have to communicate that it's a whole thing. Sex talk in general is risky. Can be very challenging, especially yeah. like, pacing it. And like once you get to the part where like you're pounding i can feel and it's if like, someone what you say, says i like, want you to come it's and like then you're the like, most pressure of all time yeah. i can never yeah, yeah, don't yeah. say you want me to come unless i've told you that i think that's it's good to like. sprinkle yeah i like noises like make grunts Gr make uh, breathing a grunt yes i whimper sometimes oh, to be like just like a little bitch little one eh. just so it's like i'm almost stifling it but then there's there's like that silence period that then makes everything like oh wait we're just like two people do, slapping bodies. Yes, is it, oh my God. The mental gymnastics oh. you have to sometimes do to like. It's incredible that anyone can have sex and enjoy it. Totally. For an ex There's so much to talk about because you are in a relationship and I want to talk about that too. But yeah, um, you were going somewhere though. Oh, with the depression and like masturbating. And, oh yeah. yeah. So just like do that more. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. Auditory porn. Yes. Try it. So okay. like, yeah, if you do, if you're not sure if you like it during sex, try it by yourself while you're masturbating and holy shit, 
there are professionals that do like specific themed like there was one that was like a rainy day and we have like just gotten over a fight and I was like shut if this Wait, was, so a was like, porn, drizzle, drizzle, like yes drip, 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 and I was like <gasps> if this is a porn I would skip through this part but like it was a ride. Stop. Yeah. And meanwhile, you can take notes on like how you like to talk dirty yeah, and, and be talked dirty too. It's not necessarily too. like that's what I want because, you know, I watch porn that I don't want to act out in real life. Sure. Like I go to sex parties and it doesn't mean I'm like trying to get in the middle of an orgasm or orgy. Like it's just it's just another thing like added to the added to the list well that's for sure something with porn too especially now that it is set up like youtube where like you're watching something and like there's all these thumbnails and it's like do i want to see yeah. someone get like peed on right now and you're like why not like i'll yeah I'll, it's, it's it's good escapism because you can live that fantasy out right. without risk, having like, piss in your mouth yeah, yeah. Well, sex in general perfect segue because i think one of the things is that your first, your worst, and the time that made you burst, which is like maybe your <sighs> your the best sex. I know I I can't think of a better I can't think of a better turn of phrase. It's good. Okay, so first worst time that made you burst. Could do those? Do yours so I can understand what you want from me. From so my bites. first and my worst are like I think the same. Uh oh. Because I lost my virginity um when I was. What's his name? Can I say it? Yeah. Yeah, Jake. Shout out to Jake. (laughs) Jake first and worst, you (laughs) fucking flip-floppy bitch. No, I guess he's not the worst. It's just like the circumstances were so crazy. First of all, it's college. Circumstances. Wow. That's my... College? Yeah. Okay, so this is... Okay, ever-expanding. Did I lose my virginity when I blew... A football player? Right, 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 right. Okay, so we're talking societal Yeah, okay, okay, so... In high school, I blew two guys. Nice. Um, were they straight? Yeah. Hell yeah. This was in secret? Yeah. Well, and they were football players? Yeah. So they were two of my friends, and we... Um, they were your friends? Yeah, because I, so I had a I soft... I spit out my coffee. So I had a soft coming out when I was um, 16 to my close friends. I was like, I'm bi- I did the buy now, gay later thing, although I'd like to be bi later. I that love makes that. Sense. I want to I keep opening my mind and ultimately become a bisexual. And or pansexual. That's like so brave of you. Stop. It's hard over here. Well, my internalized homophobia like really beats down on me in a weird way that I'm like, oh, the pressure to be with a woman now feels kind of. But great. do you want to be? Ideally, I think you appreciate women. Like I definitely hear you talk like very beautifully about women, but I don't ever think I've seen you like be hard for a girl. Um, probably not. But like I like. Okay, so, like, as sex ev- uh, expands, the definition of my mind, like, like kissing a girl, being, like, very vulnerable with a girl. and Oh, like, that's hot. Making out and, like, kind of, like, pl- yeah, giving each other pleasure. It sounds like a good idea. It sounds like maybe you'll get there eventually. Yeah, or, like, a Burning Man experience will yeah. happen. You're going to be, like, rolling around post And then you're a trisexual, yes. So, um, yeah, in high school, uh, my guy friends knew that I was gay-ish and that I had expressed that I wanted to like do stuff or like blow, you know, I wanted to like blow a guy and one of the two of the guys were in relationships. Wait, but then the other with two, girls. Yeah. And where's this oh, conversation happening? Okay. This, you're such a I good podcast. I can't host. believe I haven't heard this so story before. I lived in the back room of my house and it had a sliding. <laughs> well, it was just Sorry, like, the, it's not like you're a Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay. I grew up pretty poor. Yeah. And, um, the house was like, the side I was on was like an addition to the house and it was like you walked through one room, walked through a second room, walked into the last room. Oh, yikes. So it was like a, it was like a 
weird situation. Like a maze. Yeah. And so the back room was basically storage. I cleaned it all out. It had a full, I had a full bathroom to oh, myself. Oh, so you were like a teen being like, I want the weird room. Yeah, kind and because of. Because I can sneak out. Sliding door to the patio. Okay. So I could sneak guys in or out. In, when, when I come home for college, like senior or like during summer, I'd like, uh, oh, nice. Um, I would bring guys in through my sliding door. <laughs> um, But also I had a beer pong table and like, in Low your room? Key, no, on the patio, nice. which was right next to my room. I put twinkle lights up. It was oh. very like, so people came over, played beer pong. If people got too drunk, I had a pull out couch in my room. So people would sleep in the only bed. Thing I was pulling out in that house. <laughs> um, These people are so would, classic. Just people, like dumb jokes. Oh, I, I love them. Okay, good. Um, people would spend the night, they got too drunk. Often my guy friends would spend the night because they, we, you know, guys, we drank more. We just but like. That, but the fact that straight guys hung out with a gay guy in that time is not usual where I come from in the South. There was like one gay kid in our school and he was on the cheerleading squad and all the straight guys fucking were like, he is weird. Stay the fuck away from him. He might try and touch my dick. Stop. So exact same. We had one openly gay guy who was a cheerleader uh-huh. and. He was great, though. But also, I started the GSA, the Gay Straight Alliance, at my high school. Um, I was in an all-male acapella group that was very popular. Oh, like Glee Club. Yeah, like we made a CD every year. Shut the fuck up. We had two concerts and like we, I had a fan club in high school. Oh, you told me this. Yeah, the Zach fan club, ZFC. There are pictures of me on t-shirts and stuff from high school. (sighs) Anyway. You had such a positive gay experience. Well, kind of. I wasn't out. I was only out as a bisexual to my guy friend. Or to my friends. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. My high school classmates allowed me to be me and not put pressure on me. That's what I'm saying. I got called fag and I got like, I got made fun of, but like not by people. Did that make you sad? Oh, growing up gay in the Midwest is kind of scary. I know, but like you in high school, it sounded like it was such a trusting experience. It was, I mean, it was just like people who didn't know me in my high school would say, mean things but Got like it. i was well liked amongst my peers and that was important yeah but okay. like but like a junior uh varsity hockey player might be like look at this faggot because he didn't oh. really understand and in that age you're not like oh you're you it's because you want to try gay stuff it's you're it's like oh i'm in bad yeah i mean i had yeah. like long swishy hair i worked at hollister i was like kind of feminine ish i was actually probably more masculine than i've ever been I disagree. <laughs> You've got more leg hair than I've ever seen on a gay Ooh, man. We've strayed so far. Anyway. Okay. Oh, gay, so I, gay I, sucking dick. So my guy friends would spend the night and we would uh, call it like getting deep where we talk about deep things like our problems. You had our, a name for it. Get, like, Most you, kids just smoke weed and it happened. We Yeah. But it'd be like. My friend like, we'd be lying in the dark. You know when you're like sleep sleepover vibes. Yeah. Two on the pull-out couch, two in my bed or one in my bed with me. And then be like. You guys want to get deep. Aww. Yeah. And then we like talk in the dark. Yeah. And like it came up that I like liked guys and that I loved it. I was like, I like, I really want to like suck a dick. And like one of the guys was like, oh man, like I thought you, but I'm dating, you know, blank. What? Yeah. Yeah. And then. Where, did you take it seriously? Were you like. No, I was like, actually, you know what's so funny? It was a very open, loving relationship I had with them and they cared about me. And like they. They were like, oh, I'd let you suck my dick if I wasn't dating. Like, I, I feel sorry for you that you can't just get, uh, I'd offer mine. Yeah. Trying to, but, so that obviously planted a seed with two of them. Mm-hmm. One was, um, uh, like a star football player and the other one was this like, kind of like nerdy, cute guy. Um, and then I was alone That's at a so party. It's so crazy with- to me that a 
star football player, a nerdy cute guy, and like a closeted but sort of out gay guy were friends. And a basketball player. That makes n- like where I come from. This is like an alien, like made up group. It's like it's like a CW show. You wouldn't like that would come out now. Like they all like, were in detention I, together. This is so funny that you've said this because it's so. Tr- I mean, he was literally our star football player, and like the other guy was like a nerdy. But the, uh, like where I come from is so. Movie. You're like we kill people. Like yeah. yeah, it was like so movie. Like the football players hung out with the football players. The mathletes hung out with the mathletes. Like, mean Girls cafeteria vibes. Yes. Like, you having that friendship with guys at that age is so beautiful to me. Like, what I, not to like praise the straight guy, but like, well, questionably straight, but like, what a beautiful barrier to break of like stereotype of friendship. How were you guys friends? Um, This is so interesting because if I say too much, you'll know who it is. Well, people, if anyone from my high school listens, well, I guess they already know. Yeah. But we did, um, like, we all, like, shared, uh, like, we were all in the arts in some way. Okay. Well, so the street football player being in theater is a little gay anyways. I mean, to my knowledge, these guys are all still very straight anyway. Okay. So I was alone with one of them, and we got back to his house drunk. And, like, basically, he was like, if you still want to do it, you can. What? So I blew him. And then, this is crazy. As if that wasn't? One night at my house, we were all, like, drinking, playing beer pong. People were leaving. People were leaving. Two of them were left. And they were like, oh, man, we're going to head out. And I was like, oh, no, like, don't stay. And he was like, they were like, why should we stay? (gasps) And I blew both of them at the same yeah time like in my bed them like laying next to each other both of them and then after that i was with the other one solo at a party and like i well him so it was like one of them both together one of them but then the the last guy i blew like freaked out about it and like cut me out of his social life but wouldn't tell anyone why I was like freaking out. Cause I didn't want to like tell people why, but I knew, but like it got bad. Like girls from like extended places were like leaving voicemails. Like we're going to ruin your life. Why? I guess whatever he told them. What would they have told him that like you tried? I to don't know. Suck his dick? I, honestly, to this day, I don't know. Okay. First of all, my jaw was dropped for so long that my like lips got, like try i just have to put that out there because i'm like trying to process the fuck just happened yeah like maybe being 30 makes me ignorant and like little like gen zers right now are listening to this like yeah that happens all the time but like that is so fucking crazy to me and maybe that is like gonna be a thing of the past where that is such a wild radical thing like sure. that would be amazing if yeah. like oh yeah now it's like yeah i suck my best friend's dick all the time like i watched a tiktok yesterday where like two guy like two young teenage boys of a, both different races uh-huh. were oh. seeing each other for the first oh, time okay. since the pandemic oh. so it's been like eight months and one of them had a growth spurt like shot up like they were teenagers yeah and so he goes to knock on his door and the kid like freaks out and is like, 
oh my god bro and like hugs him yeah. and is like oh man i missed you i love you bro and they're like and they're being open being so open like hugging saying i love you like dapping each other up like they're cool young teens yeah of like different race and they're breaking down and like one all. kid looks like a classic stereotype the other one looks like a classic stereotype but when they are like i was bawling the pure the pure like friendship love and joy Yes, and the fact that they weren't afraid to say I love you at that age. Did you say that shit to your friends? We um kissed. We would say love you, man. Oh no, no fucking way. God, our li- our upbringings were just so That's different. So interesting and I'm like f- like 5 years older than you. That is crazy. I mean, I was living in an archaic place. Sure, I mean, I was in Missouri, but like St. Louis, I guess. You know, honestly, shout out Webster Groves. It it, it, it was a pretty Grove safe. Such a funny. It sound it, to me. It still sounds kind of like cake. cute. Yeah, but like, like a, a, a TV school. show. Like yeah, I went to Freedom High. What? Like yeah. okay, that's bad writing. Yeah. Like mine's at least like semi palatable writing. writing. No, I went to Freedom High, and we were the Patriots, the Freedom Patriots. We were the Statesmen, so it was that's like dumb. top hat and cane. What? I know. I know. You we went to even, the gayest think- school. <laughs> Oh, everyone no wonder everyone was a little bit soft wow wait okay so what's crazy is we are so not talking about you right now mm. are you kidding but here's the thing is like now the audience knows that about you which i feel like is good because if they just stumbled upon this they don't really know that much about you sure and so now whenever you have other guests and if they ever bring up like when's the first time you hooked up with a guy you'll be like oh in episode one like i gave the whole story sure oh and, and people like, will go back and then make people go back okay i'll probably just be nice and repeat it or no no, no i guess i won't you can't I'll be tired. it'll yeah. be annoying like, to the audience yep. okay I, that happens to me sometimes i'll repeat things and at that point i'm just like Sorry. I've already said this a million times, but da, 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 sure. and then I move on. Wow. Yeah. I have so much to learn. I can't wait to go down this journey. Okay. So but then my worst, um, I guess. Oh my God. The fact that you remember that that's what we were talking about. Um, I your never, first, I don't usually. Worst, yeah. And the one that made you burst. Well, I'll just say I, the, uh, wait, but what was with Jake? So Jake was going to be my first day and worst. That's when I got fucked in my ass. Okay. So my old definition of like losing my virginity right. when I was 19 was like someone railed me. Right. And it was basically like in college. In college. Uh-huh. It was like we didn't have class the next day. Big party night. We were all about to pass out in a friend's bed. So there like three of us in this like bed. And then basically like I was like fiddling around with his box of condoms. And like I don't know what the talk led to, but it was like you won't he have sex. Gay? Oh, maybe because I was a virgin. So the two of us identified as gay. One identified as bisexual. He's now married He's, to a woman. Oh. But um. You rolled your eyes so fucking hard because, just then. Uh, there's so much to talk about because he, so the bisexual, my freshman year in college, loved me. He drove from Indiana to Missouri to pick me up to bring me to Indiana for New Year's and then drove me back home. It's a four hour drive. So that means he loves you. I think so. But okay. he's married to a woman now. So Are you devastated? You sound very sad about no, it. No, you know, I wasn't prepared for him. He was very like much machismo if that's a word still he was just like he was like i mean he was a macho kind of like machismo he was just like on this like um very like protective like don't look at my girl does his wife know that he's bi (laughs) great question i've fallen out of i've fallen out of touch so hard we're gonna facebook all of these people by the way (laughs) after this is over so that i can like get a visual yeah for sure and then i'm gonna like dm his wife stop okay now i'm not showing you messy um let's get on messy tiktok basically the bisexual 
dared me to have sex with the guy because I said I was a virgin. I was saying I don't want I, I want to don't want to be a virgin anymore. The other guy was like my best friend at the time was not sexually were you to him. for sure that you were a bottom the first time you had sex. I God made me a bottom. I know. But like, did you ever question it? No, I ever always, like I have the desire to fuck a guy. No. Have you? I've always, I mean, now I, now I do more. Yeah, Yeah. I'm versed now. But like, I still, and this is internalized homophobia. This is growing up in the Midwest. This is very like, uh, heteronormative things. Like when you're like, oh, the role of the woman and the role, like when people ask like, who's the guy and who's the the girl, I low-key don't get that offended. Well, because I'm just like, I would gravitate towards being the stereotype of the girl. Right. I like, I'm kind of still attracted to, and I'm trying to break this down, like the guy who wants to drive, the guy who like... Oh, interesting. Oh, like I I mean, like, unfortunately, I'm attracted to like mo- more masculine than than feminine. Like, Would you date a really mask vagina owner? You know what? Hmm. I think yes. Mm. I've not had sex with um, that person yet, but um, I am very... You've never fucked a, tr- a vagina. No, I rubbed one over jeans once. When we were all pairing up in high school, and it was like me and me and Beth paired up, Shout and we made out. It was like three couples making out in the dark, and I like rubbed her vagina over her like, jeans. What am I doing? I was very like. I think the making out was like fun, but I was just like pressure to perform. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> You're we're gonna all talk about this. Yeah, like I start whimpering. Um, we have to get back to you. Okay, so your first or worst. Oh, okay. So and then um, I they someone dared me to have sex with my friend. We went into the living room on a pleather couch. I got oh. fucked. He had a big like thick dick, and it, love a thick dick. Have you taken a dick in your butt? Yeah. The fear, the fear, the pain at least for me was paralyzing. Oh, like, I could not believe how much it hurt wow. upon insertion. Like I remember thinking, like if there's a fire right now, I won't be able to get out of the building. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was bad. And then like. I, I was really excited that, that I had bad. sex, and the next guy I had sex with was a guy I met on MySpace. <laughs> it opened the floodgates to hoard up. My I, I mean, like I was like definitely like I want to get so like, it I want to get good at this. Yeah. So your first was also your worst. Yeah, because I mean, of the pain. Yeah, not I necessarily think so. the person. Yeah, I honestly have probably blocked out my worst, or the worst is like a scary version. I remember I hooked up with this guy, and like he was being really aggressive, and I was like, Ugh. I was like, oh okay, I'm not and I was like. This. He said something and then he was like, I asked him what he meant. And he's like, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to fuck you or not. And I was like, oh, like I don't get a say. And like I'm naked in his bed. And he's like, not if I don't want. Oh, and then, like no, I no, think no, I like no. jerked him off. And then, like as soon as he fell asleep, I fucking Got ran out of his out apartment. Of yeah. So that might be my worst. But my best was Oof, with tough. a bisexual drug dealer in college. I'm leaving. No, I'm leaving my own house. We still have to. This is gonna be the a bisexual drug dealer. Yeah, he was our drug dealer. He invited you me over. You had way too many bisexuals in your life. That is not a normal account of bisexuals. Really? Are you kidding me? Men that are bisexual don't exist in past, uh, like Glendale. They're on TikTok. It is w- wild to me. I get a lot of bisexual dudes on TikTok. I have a clear like blockage to male bisexual like um, bi erasure in my mind. Not because I don't believe it's on the way to gay, but because I just ne- I never encountered a bisexual man until I worked at BuzzFeed. Interesting. That was out about it. See, I'm going to go as far to say I think most guys 
have a, bisex- a oh, percentage yeah. of bi. For sure, for sure, for sure. And it's just like there's so much stigma sure, about for not for being sure. gay for sure. that they would rather ignore it. Yeah, they can't be fluid. It's like no space to be fluid. Because honestly, I'm seeing so many 19-year-old bisexuals on TikTok that I'm like, they're, I, I've never seen so many. I'm thrilled. But that that's crazy that in your day, because you're older than like mm-hmm. bread, um, <laughs> is that you you knew so many bisexual out and proud bisexual men? That's sure. crazy. The drug dealer might. Well, no, I guess he was out and proud bisexually. Anyway, went over to his house one night when to smoke some this? weed. This was when I was probably twenty. Wow. Um, that's, and that's an incredible age to have your bet like burst. Well, I've had a lot of good sex since then. Okay, so maybe this is why it's good. Okay, because. I wasn't I was very attracted to him mm-hmm. but he had never really shown a sign of like being into me mm-hmm. and then we were over at his house watching sports with his roommate and he started rubbing my lower mm-hmm. back which is like my on button oh, if a guy okay. touches my Got lower it. back I'm like no like <laughs> and then he's like I think he just whispered he was so like chill and so like he's like it was hot no I am in my room Ooh. and I was like yes and then he asked his buddy hey you want to come in with us shot and the guy, the, the guy like uh. was another hot guy, and he was like, huh, "I'm gonna let you two uh, handle this no one." No way. And then we went in. I sat on a stick, and like I feel like I came almost hands free. And I think it was my first time having hands like free. Oh yeah, if a guy's like pounding your, like but. hitting your pot prostate, or if you're just like, prone but are to you this, saying that like most of the time you have to be jerking off? I mean, usually I have to like jerk. Yeah, yeah, I have to like self stimulate, much like a girl. Yeah, like on her her clit. Got it. Um, yeah, like the thing is, if I'm getting pounded and I start jerking off, like I'll come very fast. Right. But if I'm like not double whammy, if I'm not touching <laughs> myself, I may not even be hard. Okay. Like, anyway. Oh wow. Yeah. Sometimes Does it still getting... feel good? Yeah. Honestly, anal sex is such a roller coaster, and this is the other reason I'm having this podcast. Like, I want to talk about other like people's experience with anal sex because it's like. I think sometimes even like the dick and the dude, like, does my body really want this or is it on yeah. the fence? And like, I think my asshole knows. It's like, <laughs> it's got a mind of its own. We're like, not sure about this dude. Let's get him out of here. Mm. But other guys, it's like, I want his like. Well, that's great that you're so in tune with your mind body connection. Yeah, but you are, you can probably relate. I like overthink things too. Sure. So I can be in bed with someone being like, oh, this is crazy. Someone's dick is in my butt. And then I'm like, <laughs> This is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here comes my straight hetero boyfriend down the stairs. Babe, can I ask you a question? Oh, no. Do you think there's like anything inside of you that like if you had not grown up in such a like strictly like religious hetero world? Like because now Zach was just talking about how like on TikTok there are like 19 year old guys who are very like proudly openly bisexual. Do you think if you were born like 10 years lower like if you're 19 right now do you think you would be into like the idea of bisexuality at all i don't think i could answer that well because since i haven't been born in that like i have no desire but like it might just be because of all the programming yeah i have i have literally no idea i think that's a yes what he said was he can't really answer because he may have been overprogrammed, but also like honestly, your boyfriend like Jared gives gives off like the straightest, straightest vibes. Yeah, which is interesting because I think he like internally is like he's got <laughs> such a sweet soft boy um, mentality. I think that's because he's so comfortable yes. with being straight that yes. he's just like it doesn't but bother me that if you're a hundred percent comfortable with being straight, which I believe he is, then 
that's where you have the confidence to be like, that's I'm glad a guy suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so confident in my well, sexuality. Yeah. Like, why not suck and my dick? And you're not hung up on labels no. and stuff like that. And I, I tell Jared this all the time. Like, my dream is for him to rail a guy. Oh, my God. <sighs> well. Even just thinking about it. Dream big. I love Sorry, it. Sorry, babe. I love Didn't it. To bring we have this. to. Okay, we seriously, you have Where to. Where are we at? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Um, so now you're you, not going to edit this, right? I don't or are you think gonna so. Edit? I don't know how to really edit it yet. Fair enough. I think it'll just be maybe a long first episode. Slice will help you. Okay. Okay. So you first worst time that made you burst. <sighs> and this is with sex, not solo. Well, honestly, oh, you see, ever expanding. What's your? I'm going to go with traditional sex. Okay, the one that we are trying to get first, away from. First, yeah, the first stereotype. First was with a guy in his back of his truck a week before my 16th birthday. Was it like a bale of hay? At night. Guys? No, it was in a parking lot of an apartment complex. Like, we used to meet up at, in his truck. And, was like, he significantly stuff. older? No, he's he was a football player, like a year, a grade above me. But you went to an apartment complex, or he lived in an apartment complex? Like, the, the thing about where I grew up was, like, we had like specific places we could hang out and a big one was going to apartment complexes to swim in their jacuzzis at night. We and would like, like bounce break around. Into, yeah. yeah. I love that. So like we were always like smoking in our cars in a parking lot or like drinking in the back of someone's car in a parking lot. Sure. And so this was like a parking lot back of his truck um, week before my 15th birthday. Just the most insignificant. It hurt. I remember it hurting. And then I remember him also telling me like a week later, he was like, were you on your period or something? Because there's blood in the back of my car. Oh, my God. And I told him it was instead of telling him I was a virgin. Crazy. Yeah. Because you, I played it like I had sex a million (gasps) times. Yeah. And I remember like right when it happened, I was like, all right, that's it. It happened. She's been an actress from the, from the job. Fucking right. Wait, did you say how old you were? A week before my 16th birthday. So I was 15. Wow. Yeah. And, and then from that moment on with this guy, our like weekend thing was it was like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. We would like meet in his car at this spot and like we would just text each other and like no matter where we were, we would like go and we would bone in his car. Wait, you this is a flatbed truck? Yeah. And so you were exposed to the parking lot? We were in the back seat. Got it. So okay. not in like the bed of his truck. So then you just like use this guy to get to, to, to practice get back. And I think he was using me too. We were both like kind of like, okay, we're figuring things out like Great. how to do it. And it like never felt good. It never. Never. This guy sucked. So does that mean you did not have an orgasm? No. God, no. Wow. I think my first orgasm with sex was with my first boyfriend in high school. He was the quarterback of the football team. Not counting all the girls. Not or counting all the girls. No. this I'm talking like traditional society sure 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 and you even did it in a truck like millions of times america yeah. would want yeah uh so for that was first worst oh god there's been so many i know i truly think i block i block out most bad experiences i feel like worst too is also not like a pleasant yeah you're it's right kind of like a bad <laughs> experience for a woman sure like amy schumer had this joke where she would always talk about like every woman's been like a scoach raped and you'd be like the next morning you're like Meh. Like I think I read last night. So such a funny heart wrenching bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was like one of those was like the worst where was that aggressive or was I raped? And also like I don't think I was awake. Oh Uh, no. Yeah. 
at, at like my beach house which was like the party spot like yeah so that was probably the worst shout out to that guy uh oh, i hope he's literally in jail no he's thriving back no. in florida yeah just doing his thing but like well, it's not hard to thrive in florida fair and also i don't think at <laughs> that age kidding. you're meaning to be a rapist like i think you're just having sex because okay you society are told that you is to. like that is you such got, a bad take yeah that is crazy like I'm victim like a 16 like, year old okay I'm thinking like oh, a 16 year old oh like how like literally me too happened in the past few years it's like wait it's not okay for men yes. to like do whatever they yes. want it's to like women consent wasn't a fucking topic we ever talked about that's no. so funny you're also like a kind loving person so of course you're giving <laughs> your rapist the benefit oh, of the doubt you know what's so funny marley list if no one's heard about our story go listen to it she said something to me where she was like She's so empathetic. She she was telling me like something and then she like really took a deep breath and she was like, it just must be so hard being a rapist. And I was like, <laughs> I am writing that the fuck down because she genuinely meant it. And like, this is a girl who had been like brutally raped and oh my went God. to court and for she's it. actually like, yes. So like, go check out her story. She's like an incredible person. But so yeah, that's like, well, you know, sweeping on the rug, probably the worst uh, time that made me yeah <laughs> oh shit i just spilled my coffee on myself um i feel bad because it's like you wanted to be the partner you're with right but it's like <laughs> he's in the other room well there's still time for but i also him. was like 27 when i met him so that was that's not fair sure um i think it was like golly there are, like as much as there's been awful yeah. sex in my life, there's also been, been a really lot good. of like bursty moments. You can I mean, just give us a highlight. Or, I was like, gonna anything. say like there was a time where like I was with a guy who like taught me how to squirt. Like that was <gasps> great. It wasn't necessarily like the best, but it was great. A guy taught you how to squirt. He was like, I am determined that you can do this, and I was like, I, it's not a thing I can't. And he was like, we're gonna schedule time out of our day to like figure the, this out. The squirt whisperer. Yeah. Well, it, he did. He didn't know what he was doing either. Did you enjoy? Did you? Did, yeah. did you did squirt? Yeah. And it was great. Do you try to do it now? Sometimes. And sometimes it, it's like a different kind of orgasm. Sure. Yeah. It definitely is like playing, uh, the 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 trumpet, and like you normally are like dealing Just, with a tro- trombone. That's fascinating. Yeah. Are there more instruments like than that? Are There's those probably the like two? a piano for the butthole. Sure. <laughs> Uh, that, that wah, yeah wah. and like tambourines for the women the <laughs> orgasm like it's definitely different that's yeah. so funny because i i mean i've had like weak if i like just want to come i've had like varying orgasm levels you yeah. know what oh, i mean it's like hi. you just like come and you're like oh fuck that wasn't like worth yeah, it you're like, wah, wah. and then you have like a good one and then for me it's like yeah getting like pounded while you know coming it's like, uh, 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 like yeah like, twitchy twitchy like there's so many of those like there's so many of those like that must have been the best orgasm i've ever had it's wow. like there are so many of those and i'm very happy for myself Toyota squirt yeah that was just like fun you know sure like the you know like my first sex party it was really fun that's the other and, thing like, with like like thinking back on like my bisexual drug dealer it's like that probably wasn't the best sex. But it the was the first time. Yeah. Like my it first felt really good. Yeah, exactly. Like, and also I was very young. I was like in my teens. And sure. so I think my hormones were oh. just so elevated. Oh my God. It just reminded me of the time like my first like girlfriend was also my very good friend uh-huh. at a period of time. But like we didn't do that. We didn't like really get into liking each other until we kind of like separated ourselves from this group of like straight hetero people. Sure. And there was a time where I was dating my quarterback boyfriend and 
we really wanted to have a threesome with her. And so we would like take her to Chili's. Stop. <laughs> to like negotiate. We'd Stop. be like, we'll buy her dinner. Like we'll all get those like big blue margaritas. And like hint at it. Yes. Or had there been vibes before Chili's or just Chili's no, make you I horny? No, I think Chili's was... A- <laughs> I think Chili's was the place where we like confessed to her that we wanted to do it. Oh yeah. my. And then that and kind of became well. the thing and it worked. <gasps> Shout out to Chili's. This episode is sponsored by Chili's. It can be. 20% Chili's off. Appetizer sampler. First. There you go. The trio. I think uh, we uh, that was my Applebee's. Applebee's was our like. Applebee's was trash where I lived. Stop. Chili's was like elevated. You know, Red Lobster. See you sh- later. Okay. Red Lobster is absolutely five Olive star. Garden. Top tier. Same. But, macaroni grill but you're gonna say you're to on me, a date stop macaroni grill i've yet to been taken there ah! no i'm kidding heaven um but it was like a family like grandpa's paying you know what i mean like we're mm. going to be nice but um chili's is absolutely worse than applebee's i think a hundred percent no you're wrong chili's has wow. fajitas applebee's is like applebee's sizzles cardboard. there's something that sizzles at applebee's anyway mm. so tur- getting taught to squirt was maybe one of the top first threesome but again yeah it's like they're heightened because they're the it's like the first your, time you do molly your where you're pussy like it's just like what fucking robbing yes my pussy is the- and i love on tiktok now there are specific tip talk tip top tiktok like worlds that you can get into and like the most fun one that i found was like girls just like sitting there and it would like text would pop up and be like girls you remember the first time like it ever throbbed and then like the comments I would just spend like an hour in the comment section being like wow like some girls are like do you ever not pee before you masturbate because it's like for some reason having like a full bladder just feels better and like you're just reading these things where you're like they fucking get it and I love it it's TikTok is bringing the world together I love TikTok Use that as a soundbite. That's going to be the only soundbite I ever use. Are we done? Almost. Not technically. How many minutes are we at? Um, It's at an hour. Oh, perfect. Um, But I, the okay, so I just want to make sure I got, okay, I have like sex life now. Like how, like how's Great. your sex? It's okay. It's good. And yeah. it's getting better because you were their partner. Yeah. And an like, open relationship. And, just, okay. and we're discovering new things. It's a, it's not a linear process. It's up, downs. It's wonderful. Sure. Um, I did want to do... Um, I love these segments and you're going to discover them as you keep going. Like you're going to create some, you're going to take some away. Absolutely. Um, I was going to do a quick round of hot or not things mm. that you found hot or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just answer maybe as fast as you can. Yes, I like speed. Rounds. Okay. So muscles, hot body hair, hot farting on a first date. Not interesting. I thought you'd like that. No, it's like intensify the no. intensity. Um, long fingernails, not I thought maybe on a girl you'd like that. No. Spit. Hot. Girth. Hot. Marriage. Not. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. The fact um, that you put like spit and girth right before it. <laughs> you, you know what you're I doing. did stack that. Okay. Drunk sex. Not. Come. Hot. Body odor. Not. Threesomes. Hot. hot. <laughs> Me. Obviously. You? Hot. Hell yeah. Um, I don't want to fuck you though. Um, I think we've, we've, we've solidified that. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to talk for a few more minutes because I want to, I want to like at least hit all these things real quick. Yeah. Are you bored to tears? Oh my God. No, I'm having the So the last two things are, um, I got it. I got questions that people need advice on. Fine. Um, and then I love that almost the last thing. Okay. So, but we'll keep it brief. We'll do like two. Um, 
I like this one, the audience engagement. Yeah, I do too. Okay, so I guess the first one is um, how to ask your partner to open up the relationship. Oh, fun one. I've talked about this a million times. Okay. People usually invite me on their podcast to talk about open relationships. Sure. And I give the like most basic advice of you have to do it because you want to do it, not because someone else wants to do it. You both have to want to do it equally. Um, otherwise, you're doing it out of spite or you will eventually resent the person. Sure. Uh, it's never going to fix a relationship. I would always advise to open the relationship when you are at your most successful and Interesting. best. It will never work if you're not in a... I mean, you both have to be so fucking committed. You can't be getting jealous if he gets a text or if a girl likes his Instagram. Like, I'm talking like you have to be confident. That he's your, like, number one. Yes. Like, you understand... Yes. I'm here for you. You're I'm your here primary. For me. You are my primary. We do not lie to each other. We do not keep secrets. And you have to understand that boundaries are going to bend and be discovered as it goes. Like if in the beginning you're like, these are my hard no's, you might eventually slip into like, oh, I really like a I soft. Feel, yeah. No, like yeah. I feel comfortable. So don't be afraid to make boundaries. Um, like I've heard some relationships, they do not want to know details. I've heard gay guys are a big don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Thing. And if that Just works. Just do what you do. I like, do what I do. It's the opposite for me. Like, because I am attracted to women, I want to hear the details. Sure. I'm like literally step by step what happened. Tell me everything. Yeah. Um, and like, like it all goes back to the pillars of like the strength of your relationship because I see movies and I read articles where it's like, we were unhappy, so we opened the relationship, and it brought us closer together than ever. And I'm like, that just doesn't sound successful to me. Right. It sounds like you're escaping. It sounds like you're confiding in other people about your partner. Like, that to me is not a successful open relationship. Yeah. That's more like you're polyamorous. Sure. So, oh, God. That's a... Uh, I, do yeah. you want to quickly say what polyamory is? Polyamory is where you date multiple partners like I've always said like you've loved to give to like multiple yeah. people and to me it's like an open relationship is like I have a primary partner and, and then we yeah, dabble and then we on dabble the side and like I don't mean dabble is like yeah we just fuck around because we think it's hot it's like no we've dated people together like we bring people into the which would be polyamory I still consider it an open relationship because like Jared is still my primary I'm not like dating oh multiple it's not people. like a got it got yeah. it got it so that's my advice okay um, and then this is, uh, we'll do this one and then almost be on. Um, okay. Why are you From anonymous in a hetero relationship, how do you handle a relationship when he's not willing to be intimate physical during that time of the month? He's simply grossed out by menstrual blood and it takes a huge blow to my confidence and has created this odd self-consciousness feeling towards him when he's the person that I should be most comfortable with. We've been together three years. All of us in the relationship is great, but there's this elephant in the room bedroom that can't be ignored. Break up with him. <gasps> That's fucking awful. Fuck that guy. Wow. Fuck that guy. So you want the guy to be like, hmm, blood. No. No. I know. Here's my thing. Unless he has a true phobia of blood, like he can't do needles, he can't watch CSI. Sure. Unless he has a fucking true fear of blood. Right. Fucking nut up and deal with it compromise. Put down a towel. Learn. Yeah. Experience it. The fact that it's like such a hard no. And if you bring it, like, if you bring it, this is why I need, like, a co-host whenever I give advice because I give such, like, strong opinionated advice. And then some people are like, no, that's wrong. So, like, maybe take mine with a grain of salt. Maybe no, I'm not, this like, is, as soft as. We've learned who you are through the podcast. So, like, <laughs> if you want advice from pickup yeah. truck girl, 
Yeah. I'm sorry, but like bring it up to him. Like communication is key. It sounds like you've tried and he's been like hard. No, if he is still fucking hard. No. After you've been like, this is something I want because hello, you're more horny on your period. I think it's hot. Some people are into it. Some people are like, yeah. And some, some people who have periods are like, oh, I understand. I also am like, oh, yeah. Some girls are like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Are you hornier during your period? Yeah, it's hormonal. Wow. Yeah, and but also sometimes I'm like, ugh, I, our sheets are white. Like, sure, I can't find it's a the hassle. Pillow, like, or like the the towel. But if it is an act of like you're gross to me during that, there is something deeply fucked up evolutionarily about that person. Sure, the way they think about women. When especially it's affecting her self confidence and her self esteem, which is a horrible like, bedrock you are for so relationship. Powerful. The fact that you like have a period and like can create life and like Aww. are a woman and like you're proud of it and like, like you're it a human. is it's so natural it's it's the most biologically yeah. natural thing that's been happening since the beginning of fucking time so get with it dump the guy get with it i'm or sorry really like tell him i really jumped to dump him give him a chance and if he doesn't truly i just like i fear for this person that like the guy is gonna be like oh like I'll pretend to be okay and that would make me more uncomfortable I and think. then you have to you have to decide how big of a deal that is to you right like if you're like I will give you a chance he tries and now it just feels like he's pretending like it's really not that big of a deal to me like let's go back to the way it was right you have to only she can decide if that's that big of a deal sure but for me I would I would take like the feminist route like it would it would be hard for me to get over that okay and then what is like your advice to you at the beginning of your sexual journey knowing oh what you know God. now stop fake orgasming it's not helping anyone it's not helping the guy learn how to sure. communicate with women and it's not helping yourself stop fake orgasming to I, everybody out there i love it <laughs> stop <laughs> pretending in general stop it's lying stop pretending like just like enjoying be it. honest yes the talk more, and i'm guilty of it i think communication is honestly it's so interesting because it's like sometimes we sexualize the lack of communication like he just yeah. knew what to do yeah he hit all the Pushing right buttons it's like wall. no yeah. why don't you also guide him and yep. like or guide it's her it's umami what a great and the only last thing is fuck mary kill real quick oh and it's with your vibrating neck pillow <laughs> leonardo dicaprio oh, i love that and the guy who made you squirt i good 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 you like that back around full circle i was mining information i love that what a reveal because the guests won't know yeah unless they listen to the episode no guest has ever listened to the podcast that they're on i know um fuck mary kill okay Vibrating okay pillow leonardo gabriel kill the guy who i knew it made you square yeah because <laughs> like i didn't need him to do that <laughs> i'd figure it out eventually um uh, so mary marry my vibrating neck pillow because constant just sturdy yeah and just replace the batteries yeah and fuck leonardo dicaprio in his soft boy stage because i would love to know not bear not getting tossed around by a bear phase no fucking he he would be i would be so curious how well he fucked as like a teen because he fucked oh i'm sure he spread some sort of sti like oh, wildfire sure. um or he was so insecure that he just was like a real soft fuck okay say goodbye to me thank you so much <laughs> Thank you for being. Thanks for having me as your first guest. I can't believe it. What well, an honor. it made so much sense too. The more I thought about it, I was like, she literally sings the intro to this, 
and you're one of my best friends. It's true. And I love you so much. It's same. And then I guess tell people where to find you. Oh my god, at Kelsey Dara on everything. Go by Don't Fucking Panic and go check out Justice Force Raya hashtag. Dara is spelled D A R R A G H. The fact that you know that makes me so happy. Well, I remember call- I called her Kelsey Dara once, and it did not go no, over people well. People that are like very close to me still call me Kelsey Dara, not on a purpose. It just looks like Dara. Sure. Yeah. And Justice for Soraya. Soraya. And- Soraya. I'm so sorry. Wow, you just did it. <laughs> but give a quick. Try- just yeah, say just it real quick. check out the hashtag Justice the number four S A R A Y A. It's a documentary we're making about a 13 year girl who was wrongfully imprisoned for having a mental health crisis when she went into psychosis. She was sentenced to 11 years in prison, and we are <sighs> fighting to get her out. And we. We've raised half a million signatures and $30,000 for the family. And the momentum is dying down because people are like, oh, there's something else to care about. Social sure. justice in the election. I understand. But please go check it out. We could use the boost. She's fighting for justice for a yeah. child. She wrote a book. She's on oh a TV God. show. Zachary. Tina Fey wants to <laughs> suck her off. <laughs> Tina Fey, hit me up, please. I love you so much. Love Thank you, Okay. Best first episode ever. Oh, man. I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, You can now feel free to rate us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Um, Like and subscribe anywhere you can. Follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Send any questions to goodsodpod at gmail.com. Or honestly, slide into the DMs on any of these platforms. Uh, And until next Friday, I guess um, keep sucking and fucking. Oh, my God. That cannot be the outro line. Um, But maybe it is question mark all right love you guys bye